0: Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot—I'm uh, sorry—podcast brought to you by two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us.
1: In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started.
0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another morning perfect for Awaken Bake.
1: I hope you guys are all getting ready for the new moon coming up. Make sure you check out our Instagram the next few days for some ideas to get your new moon ritual started. I think it's on like the sixth, right? A girl,
0: I don't know. I think it's a girl. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely check that out. And as always, thank you guys so much for all the love on Instagram and Twitter and in person and texts and in your thoughts. We can feel
1: the love. Seriously, it's been really awesome. And please keep sharing and commenting and leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts, please. And then before we get into this, guys, we just wanted to start this episode with a trigger warning and let you guys know that we will be discussing eating disorders, depression, and anxiety. Uh, Today we
0: wanted to start talking about honoring your human suit, as Lior Alexandra calls it. And we just love that term. Uh, And this is kind of a heavy and difficult topic. And it isn't always easy. And we both have, you know, had struggles accepting our physical bodies.
1: And we know that a lot of people do too, which is why we want to talk about it and share our experiences and how we work on building a better relationship with our spiritual and physical selves or our human suits. So... I guess we should explain what a human suit actually is. Yes. Um, Why we use? Yeah. Kelsey, jump in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, like to me,
0: when we watched the video, like I said, it was Lior Alexandra and Danny showed me the video. Maybe we can find it and share it somewhere. Yeah. Um, But she, it was a really interesting way of separating your body, like your physical body, from your brain and, like, your your consciousness and, like, really seeing it for what it is, like, it kind of makes me think of, like, a vehicle, like, it's your car, it's your, it's just your connection to this yes. world. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's so important to be grateful for it because it's, like, the reason that we can touch and feel and, like, love and do all that stuff, but it isn't who we are. Like, it's just simply...
1: Exactly. ...our vector. Yes, and I feel like um, society kind of explains it and sets us up, like, it kind of, I feel like sets us up for failure because yes. we think... I feel like we treat human like our human suit or people's bodies like a brand basically like we're like well if you're curvy then there's only one kind of curvy if you're skinny you're this kind of skinny
0: like that was and it's your worth like you have to be exactly and it's like
1: no like there's every human is different like and I had a really hard time accepting that because I knew that I like was thinner growing up and so I was like okay well if I'm skinny, why don't I look like these skinny girls? Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Which is
0: kind of funny, cause like in the exact opposite regard, I had the same sex, But like they're like plus size models and stuff, but they weren't like they're plus literally size, not like me. Size. Or well, right. And like and they're and they're like no. they don't they're not shaped like me. Like they're not like me. And so like it's hard. And then like plus like now I can't imagine being younger, cause it's hard enough being my age. Um, but, like, having social media and, like, influencers Mm. to look at and, like, the way, especially young girls, I know, use TikTok and stuff, like, I've heard that it's... terrible. Yeah. I don't really Also, like,
1: I don't know, I just feel like it's it's trendy now to, like, for everybody to have the exact same body type and I'm not saying, hey, I am guilty of being part of this trend or this system. I am completely guilty of it. I'm just, I think it's really sad. Yeah. Um, once you kind of realize that that is literally not the fucking point of having a human
0: suit. <laughs> right, right. Like, exactly. And that's, like, what I mean. Like, it, I mean, right, it's fun to dress up or, like, look good on the outside, but that's because, like, you're taking pride in your human suit. Yeah. You know, it's good, it's good to take care of it like you would take care of your car. Like, Exactly. You, you want like,
1: your car to still look nice, right. but you don't, yeah, exactly. Right, you want
0: to show it all. I mean, right, it's your all you have, and it's what gets you to do everything, but it is what it is. And so, like, you, it's kind of like... I guess the only way I can think of it is you have to work with what you have in a regard like of like, right, you are what you are. Like if you Mm -hmm. have, you know, a birthmark or like a beauty spot or something like, then that's a piece of you. And like, instead of hating it, it's so much easier to be like, okay, that is a piece of me or like, you know, stretch marks or like those things that like, you really like stand out and you're like, wow, that like, maybe that's not like, that's too off-putting or like they're not off-putting, but like too different. Um, and then like, it's like, okay, yeah, but that's cool because that's mine exactly
1: and i feel like having something like that um is not anything to be ashamed of anyway and it kind of i think society makes it i just feel like society kind of makes it like those are the things that are important where it's like you're pissed about having stretch marks on your thighs when it's like some people can't even walk
0: right right or like right it's so um right or like which you know i know people who won't go to like the store or something because they don't have makeup on or like i used
1: to do that and it's terrible yeah it's terrible like
0: you know like and like
1: so it's not if
0: you're like if you're doing it because you just like wearing makeup but if you're doing it because you're like i don't want people to it's, see me exactly
1: then it can it's completely like different. Hey, you have to take care of it like right if you like yeah
0: it's okay and also it's i mean so much easier said than done and we'll get into this but like it is one of those things that when you're in, like, a good headspace, it's so true and easy to recognize that, like, yeah. no one cares. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're feeling good, it's like, yeah, no. It is true. No one gives a fuck no, what you seriously. look like. But, like, hey, you know, when we're all in it, then when not, <laughs> that's not the easy. Of it.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, we kind of want to get into each of our journeys with our human suits and because we yeah. un- we totally understand, like, This is not us just saying, like, oh yeah, get over it. Like, no, right. That's absolutely meaningless. Like, we've also been there. We've, right. And and we are still there. Like, some, and it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a journey. Right. It's never ending. Like, right.
0: I don't think forever I'll be happy with my body. You know, like, there's going to be so many, it changes all the time. And, like, society and people, like, it's always changing. So, like, that's why I said, like, right, when you're in the good times, like, you like just get it like it's so much it's, so it's like that's why that's one of the things I think about like when I'm not in the good times the good yeah times is like I just try to remember what it feels like to be like okay, and you're right, like,
1: oh my god I give anything to right back to, yeah and
0: you're like right that remember when that did work like to just think these things like it's kind of like yeah and then the more you do it the easier it gets to get in and out of those times and like right that's you know for a while for me it was not easy you know most of my like childhood was spent in like the bad time I guess I would say more like adolescence yeah um, like if I we did like some journaling before we started and uh, one of the prompts that uh, we used said what was the first time that you had like a negative thought about your body and I was trying to figure it out and I can't remember I can't pinpoint the age or the year but I just remember um, sitting with a few girls I don't I think it was at school and like on bleachers and our thighs were like squished down and you know how they look big but like for whatever reason I just remember mine looking like double every like I was like oh my god like wow wow my are, mine are really really big like that's crazy to look at like and then like just thinking okay so what like and then like right I was not old enough to really get like that it didn't matter and so that really was a defining moment of my relationship with my body at that time and at that time I was you know at that age where that was all that mattered like what you looked like I went to a very small school so what everyone thought I just that's all that mattered to me for a lot of my like growing up I'm sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's like um you know I look back at that time and I thought I was so big in the moment um like I just remember thinking I was like obese I was the biggest person Um, and I played volleyball and I thought like I had to wear spandex and like, I hated it because it was just like trying to be like trying to be confident and stuff. And like, um, you know, that led to a whole other bunch of problems, but, um, it just was hard to be in that spot. Um, but I, my emotional coping at that time was also ignoring it. So I never dealt with it and I never addressed it because, you know, like I said before, I didn't feel like I was allowed to have trauma because I didn't have anything like terrible, terrible, or like an eating disorder, like I didn't recognize it as that because like, oh, I'm not anorexic or I'm not like, it's okay, I'm still eating. And then there was a short time in high school that I was bulimic or I wouldn't say, you know, it wasn't after every, but like there was, I was trying it out, I would say for a few Mm -hmm. months of like, there would be times where I would do it or days that I would do it. but it just never felt right. Like it was not something I could commit to. But what yeah. did stick was the binge eating and like that just slowly grew more and more. And it's a very strange eating disorder because people don't think of it as one. Um, I've seen a lot of memes and stuff or like uh, even TikToks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sorry guys, I have a thing, I just don't. Facebook and TikTok are a little toxic for me, but I get it, they're important. And they are funny, like, there are some funny ones, but I think there's just a very dark side of them. But regardless, um, I've seen some that have been like, binge eating's not a real eating disorder, you just, like, don't eat. Like, you just control, like, how do you not just, like, control? And it's so funny because it is the exact, like, the same side of the coin, or the different side of the coin of, like, an anorexia where you're not eating. It's still a control thing, and it's, like, yeah. you know, like, it's not neither one of them is more or less valid they're just different yeah
1: people don't get it and
0: right people think that you know oh my god just stop eating you're just fat or you're like um and the crazy thing is you know i look back and i was never bit like i mean i was i'm
1: yeah i'm plus
0: size but like i'm not like what i thought i was like in my head the way i saw myself was so giant and unhealthy and like undesirable I remember writing I like I used. To, I always I've always kept diaries and I remember like writing passages of like I'm gonna die a virgin no one's ever gonna love me oh, I'm disgusted yeah like it was and I was so cruel to myself about it because I thought that that was me like that's all that mattered and then I loved watching like TV shows and stuff so like Grey's Anatomy and like the way that the shows like that portray like love and sex in your body is like oh my god so I'm never ever that gonna be this And I had no, you know, you were just saying like there's different brands, but like there's not, there's so many in my body and my shape really is what was the difference. Like it's not about size for me. It was about shape and the way that clothes are made isn't, wasn't, I have to say it has gotten a lot better. Like they have started making a lot more inclusive brands and sizing's gotten better, but It just was hard, like, going shopping and find, like, pants that would look good on a mannequin, and I'd put them on, and I'd be like, wow, why does this not look good on me? And it's just because of, like, I have a very long torso, and I have short legs for a tall person, like, (laughs) so I'm, like, weirdly long and, like, whatever, so, like, I finally have learned now at 26 years old how to dress myself, but, you know, and then as I got older, even out of high school, like, right, thinking... Okay, so no, nothing look, looks good on me. I'm, you know, thinking of myself as this huge blob, and then I started nursing school, and that was when I also, right, kind of rebelled against like being a child and really wanted to be an adult. And to me, being an adult was right like drinking and having sex and like going out and like that's cool. So I didn't really take school that as seriously as I could have all worth it i mean like right i'm not saying like yeah everything worked out but like you know looking back and reflecting on this time a large part of it like had to do with my eating and my relationship with things like that so then drinking was the same sort of thing like i very much binge drank and so then the two would go hand in hand, I'd eat and drink and I'd, you know, just mm-hmm. not even caring about myself. And like, that was the worst problem to look back at is that like, I wasn't caring for my body and I wasn't keeping myself healthy and able to do things like stay awake. Like I would sleep for so long cause I was exhausted cause my body needed to recover. Mm-hmm. But it was because I wasn't treating it right, you know? Oh,
1: that's so hard.
0: Yeah, it was a lot. And then, you know. And you don't realize it
1: until after. Exactly. you exactly. look back. The puppies are barking. I'm just gonna shut the door a little.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, you look back and you're like, wow, like the headspace that I was in was so wrong and you just don't, like when you reflect on that and you start to think about it. And right, I mean, it wasn't even until a couple of weeks ago that I even realize that I had an eating disorder because I, I didn't think of it that way like I just was like man why can't I just diet like why can't I just stop eating like why doesn't controlled eating like that work for me why can't I just be someone who could like do that and then I realized that there's so much of an emotional level to it and even you know just the way food is discussed you know going shopping and buying snacks and stuff like if I feel that I'm being judged for buying things and I won't buy them or I'll you know like i'll i'll or i'll buy more because i'll be like oh whatever like i'll just say i'm i've literally bought in like pounds of candy and been like yeah i'm having like a party or something or people are coming over and it's like that oh, it was just for me to eat but like i didn't want any judgment like yeah. and so you know i was so hyper focused on what people thought and how they thought of me that i just had this very damaged view of myself and i let it reflect you know your human suit does reflect what's on the inside and so that's why, you know, when I was like that, I wasn't taking care of myself. And so that's also why my kind of health journey and self, self-love self journey sparked from just taking care of myself, you know, brushing my teeth twice a day yeah. for being real, you know, even like showering more, like just like little things and taking pride in my human suit. And I re- started to see little things and I kept going and kept exploring like, oh, maybe if I start walking or like. You know like just making little changes to make it and then i got stronger and then it was kind of like i got out of my depression and i really realized and that was when, that's when you know yeah. shadow work starts to come into play and oh, things yeah. like that and like you know you take a hard look and therapy and stuff and you know that's i was able to recognize wow i see these patterns in my eating and my emotions as well as like long-term fluctuations of like good time like If I get sick, I tend to lose weight, and so then I'll, I'll, like, kind of go into, like, a, yeah, I'm looking good, and then I'll, like, eat really well, and then I'll have one really bad binge day, and then it'll cripple into, like, multiple binge days of, like, oh, well, I was good for a while, and then I get to the point, it's it's crazy, but, yeah, this literally is, like, the cycle, because then I get to the point of, okay, well, now I'm just fat again, so, like, whatever, and then I'll just eat whatever, and then I'll be like, okay, I need to make a change, and I'll kind of do it, and then something will happen, I won't feel good, or, Sometimes, like, this t- this cycle break was a while ago, and this has been a really, I've been on a very um, positive upward, um, but, you know, everyone trips sometimes, and, yeah. like, you know, it goes up, And in- but, like, I've been working very hard on it, and, like, seeing myself as I am, and just loving myself as I am, and just being, right, my happiest with who I am, and it takes a lot, but it gets easier.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think too like you said um you started noticing patterns yeah like that is the a huge thing I think that helps is like yes exactly if you if you have the ability to be um kind of tracking that or self-aware I know it's like hard when you're in the middle of it right but yeah like when, when you do finally come out of those phases because I feel like we all kind of like ebb and flow like we might be in that you know, sometimes we have moments of clarity. Yes. And, um, I think that's awesome though, that you were able to like find patterns. Cause yeah, I think it's really confusing. And we love to throw out all these terms of like, I have this specific eating disorder and that specific, but like, I know for a fact, like when I was, um, doing my time in a rehabilitation center for my eating disorder, I was uh, diagnosed with anorexia nervosa, but i since then i feel like there have been times where i was on the opposite end where i was just binging for i mean yeah that's even been a recent thing that i've been struggling with yeah um so yeah i feel like it's you know we always want to like throw out these terms but in general like disordered eating and eating disorders like if you have it (laughs) you have it right and Um, it ties into so
0: much like more like deeper things like my anxiety like yes, so many things exactly. healing your, yourself or like right working on my eating disorder and recognizing it as a deep eating disorder has allowed me to like step back and not not take credit or not take ownership of it but it's like okay but it's a problem that i like can work through and now it's like okay it's not me it's not who i am but it's this well and and once you start
1: learning your triggers too like then you're able to kind of like prevent it so then you'll know not and like you you can get better at controlling it and like especially
0: you know being someone who has a period like that's a big thing and Mm -hmm. hormones play a huge part of it and you know absolutely intentional eating has been hard to learn but i've been working on and like so I'll like ask myself, am I really hungry? Like, is it, is it I'm, want to eat or am I feeling something that maybe like food just would be comforting for? And also like if I want something, do I want this because it's just going to be really good? Or do I, how am I going to feel after? Will it be worth it? Like, and yeah. sometimes, yeah, it is. Sometimes the French toast is totally worth it, but it's like, yeah, but I did want to get some stuff done today and you know, that'll make me tired and like recognizing and kind of realizing that it's not worth it to not feel good sometimes yeah just for food
1: um it's also really interesting because I think we come from very opposite ends yeah of the spectrum when it comes to this because I like I'm listening to everything you're saying and my heart is like with you and I'm like oh my god my poor girl like that is crazy and like you know how sometimes when someone tells a story you have those moments of like oh my god yes like me too I haven't had much of those yet I'm (laughs) just like oh my poor babe like oh no
0: yeah and that's I mean right like with anorexia, right? I don't get that. I'm like, man, I can't imagine not eating or like counting calories. Like I just, those yeah, are the things that like, I always ignored. So it's just a different mindset.
1: Yeah. I feel like I have always been aware of my body. Like, and I was always very critical of it from like a really young age. I, I remember having my uncles sometimes at like Christmas and stuff, they would be like, Oh, eat a cheeseburger. Why are you so skinny? And I'm literally like seven. And, um, I have, like, an extremely fast metabolism, I'm incredibly active, also, I'm a child with a lot of stress and anxiety, so, like, that one was pretty, I don't know, it was just, like, I I knew right away everybody was looking at my body and had no problem commenting on it, which was a lot for a seven-year-old to have to, like, deal with on top of, like, the world's already gonna be mean to women, and I just feel like seven years old was pretty young to have to start, like, worrying about it. Yeah. I remember, too, like, I don't know, just everyone, everyone already had opinions of how I looked and it was bad. So like, I kind of never realized you were allowed to like love the way you looked. Cause I just always heard people like just dogging on themselves. Yeah. And so, and uh, one crazy thing is like, it's kind of funny that I always say like the universe kind of played me with this one (laughs) since I was little. Um, and I was super aware of my body. Um, and I knew I was really skinny uh, I always noticed, like, wow! Like, I thought boobs were so beautiful <laughs> since I was little. Like, I was like, damn! I hope I have my mom's boobs. Like, her tits are huge. <laughs> um, didn't get them. Didn't didn't get them. Got them a little bit, and then poor anorexia came in and ruined it. Oh. Um, but yeah, that one was funny. But it was it was funny because it was like that was the one thing that I always wanted. But it was crazy because then I started doing ballet. And I was praised for how skinny I was. And I don't remember as a child intentionally, um, having any kind of restrictive eating. Honestly, I just think I was skinny because of other health reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, I think my metabolism was also due to, like, some medication I was taking and also was due to high anxiety, which, and I, I was super active. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Your mom kept you guys busy. Yeah. Um. (laughs) we we were just a really active family and a family of four too. So it was just hard. Um, but then ballet, everybody loved how skinny I was and I was a people pleaser. So when people would praise me for that, I was like, Holy crap. Like I found it. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm skinny and these people love it. So I'm supposed to be a dancer. Like that's why I'm built like this and whatever. It felt really good at first. Um, and then it felt, really not good um like (laughs) pretty (laughs) pretty soon after it felt good it suddenly became very not good because i was just being so mean to myself like i and when you're you know like when you go through puberty and and like you're in high school and stuff first of all why was i the latest bloomer in the world in the world I was so embarrassed I was in high school and I was like so I look 12 and I'm 16 <laughs> um it was terrible and I felt like the ugliest one like Did out of you all my your friends period when you were 16 I got my period on my 16th birthday Oh wow isn't that insane yeah and I was like so I was a yeah I was a late bloomer and it was yeah. it sucked because like I was so self-conscious too as a person yeah um And that was, like, pretty much most of my identity was how much I fucking hated the way I looked. Um, So it was, yeah, it was tough. But then baby puberty hit. And looking back, (laughs) I was beautiful. Oh, I was so gorgeous. And I thought I was fat. I thought I was freaking fat. Like, I had to stop doing ballet my, um, like, sophomore to junior year of high school. I was in a car accident, and I really hurt myself. And I gained some weight. Like, first of all, I didn't even gain a lot of weight. Yeah, I was going to I looked good. Like, I would... Wow, wow. I'm glad that I had the opportunity to look that way at that time. <laughs> look, I was 17. I'll never look that way again, but I appreciate that I did. And you did um, not
0: peak in high school. We talked about this. No, You're I did getting not. getting better, so... Oh, yeah.
1: I, I'm, i like, fine wine-dwelling <laughs> Um, But so, then, yeah, I thought I was really fat, and I started going to the gym, like, every single day, um maybe one day off like on a Sunday maybe um and I remember one time because I was trying really hard to get skinny Mm -hmm. and I was gonna audition for some dance schools and I was like I don't even look like a dancer anymore I really wanted to look like a dancer everybody always used to be like oh like you're so beautiful and thin you're like a model so then like I don't know when I gained like weight in in normal places like even my hips or like my lower stomach I was like so I'm not a model I'm not a dancer like I just it took away a lot of my identity for me it made me like my physical appearance was so attached to like everything Right, right for at the time for me at least um and so once I started losing weight I I had these little tricks like I would I was on these websites called like pro Anna. I remember I was in English class and like taking notes like we could be on the like, little computers they gave us I was oh. supposed to be I was supposed to be doing something like looking up some type of reference and like citing my sources or something <laughs> and then I was looking up pro Anna tips which are like tips to help you be anorexic like oh my gosh yeah it? like it's like because I mean it's yeah there's a lot to it it's a it's it's horrible and so I was like taking notes on like that and then I lost so much weight I remember my senior year my mom like I lay on my couch in front of her and she saw like how I concaved in my ribs so much. She was like, Danielle, like you are way too skinny. And that was like, that fueled it. Like I was like, holy fuck, like she thinks I'm skinny, like it's working, like wow. finally I'm getting skinnier. Oh my God, Finally, I'm, I'm starting to be skinny. So my mom said I was way too skinny and I was like, wow, mom, that's really mean. I didn't think it was mean. I was like so happy. I was upset that she said that because I didn't want her to make me stop, but I was like, it was like validation because I was like, yeah, oh my god, like someone's noticing. Someone's noticing. Thank God I've been working my fucking ass off to be oh like god. a twig. So yeah, and then I went to school and I mean I'm not gonna disclose any names of the school, but it was crazy. I had a weigh in and they literally said I had to lose weight and I was already a stick. And so that were to you me, even
0: a hundred pounds or?
1: Yeah, I was. Oh, I was okay. like a hundred something at the time, and then I dropped. I dropped like close to fifteen pounds when I got there, which doesn't sound like a lot maybe, but for someone who was already so Whoa, thin, oh that's a lot, yeah. Um, so oh the puppies are crying. That was me at the time. I She and, doesn't like it. She doesn't want to hear yeah. this. Um, and so that was crazy because the you know I was like a straight A student. I was obsessed with like teachers loving me, choreographers and directors loving me. So when I'm told like right. to lose a little bit of weight. Um, I ran with that and I I tried really, really, really hard and I did it. And I, I'm not going to lie. I started like dabbling with Adderall. Um, and I thought that was like the miracle drug. Like when I tried that for the first time, I got so much done. I did. I wasn't hungry anymore Mm -hmm. and I had so much energy and I could see I was getting skinnier. Um, and basically I came home for Christmas and my mom saw how thin and sick I was and yeah, we just decided it was best that I get some treatment. Um Wow, yeah. Yeah. We didn't even really like I didn't tell people really about the Adderall thing. Um obviously in rehab I did, but Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then it was it was honestly like I mean, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Like yeah. there that changed my whole perspective because like I just i realized while i was there i could first of all i my body was so messed up like my heart was really being overworked right they were telling me like i had lost my period at this point and they were telling me that like the next stage would be like a heart attack or something and i like i I forget what it was but they were like it was like my heart would have given out yeah
0: you're because you're wasting away muscle so your heart muscle like atrophies and Mm -hmm. yeah and And you can't get cardiac muscle back
1: yeah oh fuck yeah I was terrified um and that really scared me and I did not want to stay like that so but um it was just like you would think after that like it would have gotten like super better but it kind of didn't because I was still dancing so much I had a hard time putting on weight so I had gained like a little bit like the necessary amount to be a little bit healthier right but I couldn't keep it on And I was dancing so much, and then my weight would fluctuate, and then my health would fluctuate. Right. And it was just, like, I am somebody who I can't work out that much. Like, I i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean i overworked out for years um it took me a long time to find a balance and i was training like a man because society honestly has women training like men and it's kind of ridiculous it's not how your body needs to train no your body is
0: its own that's right like workouts and stuff are so hard because
1: exactly and it's just like different i just feel like it was such a journey and i just don't remember a time in my life where the way I looked wasn't, like, super important, um, for other, other reasons than just vanity, such as, like, my goals, my career, um, Mm -hmm. and then it became, like, obviously a control thing. Right. right. Um, and, yeah, I just, it sucks because I know that I wasted all of my childhood, um, and, like, a lot of my young adult life, um, sick, worried about how I look. Yeah. But I'm really glad that I fixed it because I remember there was a time where I was with my friends who usually made me laugh really hard. Um, I couldn't even focus on, like, what they were saying and everybody else was laughing. And I was, like, pinching my sides to see how much I could grab, like, to see if the amount I could grab had gone down. Oh, my gosh. And um, I realized everybody was laughing really hard and I missed the joke and I was like, holy fuck, like, this is going to be my whole life. I'm never going to laugh again because I can't stop thinking about every single inch of me. And now... I think I laugh, like, 99% of the day. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> so, um, all of that, really, just to say, like, I promise recovery is real. Like, no, it's not. Right. I'm oh, not yeah. perfect. I'm not perfectly healed or anything. I still have, like, hard days, but they are few and far between, and they're not ever as hard as right. they it gets, used to be. It gets so much better if you let
0: it. Right, and, right. And that's the yeah. thing is it's all... It's like anything like if you have to practice and then like it gets easier, right? Thinking of like my body as my human suit took a long time, but now it really is instead I very rarely talk about with anyone in any discussion like my body. I typically call it my human yeah, suit I mean, and then in like in my head it makes me, you know, I'm speaking it to truth and I'm really I really recognize it as something separate. So when I'm feeling um like if I'm having a craving or something, I don't feel guilty for it because I'm like, "Hey, you know, this baby wants some cake today like Mm. she did a lot like she we we did a lot today we got up yeah hell yeah that's enough like you know just little things and it's recognizing that you do deserve treats but also to be healthy like that's the important that's what's important like whatever at whatever place your body you feel healthy and happy then that's where it's meant to be
1: exactly and I think, too, for me, um, calling it a human suit adds that kind of, I'm just, like, such, like, a, a lover. Yeah. So I'm, like, I would never want to, like, harm something. Right. A little human suit. Oh, my God. Right. You like, just want to love it. Um. So that has helped quite a bit. And also, I want my human suit to be fucking healthy. Like, yeah. they were trying to tell me I couldn't have kids when I was that skinny. Um, and at the time, honestly, I was like, I don't care. I don't want kids. Like, I won't be able to be skinny if I'm pregnant. Like, yeah, no shit, idiot. And, um, (laughs) one of my best friends, uh, was like, that's like a really bad reason to not, like, if, if you think you would want kids, but the main reason is because you won't be able to hip thrust 420 pounds anymore. Right. Um, on your... 420. Oh my God. (laughs) Cheers to that, darling. Spark it up. Um... You don't have to in the house. if You know. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Yeah. It's just it's just insane, like how I know we're not the only ones that have oh, right. situations like this. And to me, it felt like holy shit, I'm the only one in the world who feels yes. this way, and I suffered so much. And it's like, wait, most other people feel this way too, and they're they're suffering for
0: no reason. And it's cool to talk about. Like, I'm sorry, I I for a long time. Right, didn't even recognize it as a problem or something that I wanted to own. But, like, since I've been opening up and talking about it, it just makes it... Because, right, you find people who have... Right, you mm-hmm. know, Danny has a very different story from mine. But I can still, like, I can feel the pain when you hear it. You know, you I know, I get what you're saying. Yes. Like, to hate yourself, like, it's still the same realm of... So, you know, you hear other stories and you, like, you tell your story and it's just like, wow. Okay, that feels... Even if you tell it to yourself, journaling is a huge was a huge, huge, huge part of my, um, growth as far as my human suit goes, um, and even just writing, like, I love my human you know, just quick little aff- affirmations, but even today, like I said, we did some journaling, and one of the really cool ones was to write a timeline of your human suit, and what it's done and then be grateful for all that it's brought to you and all that you've done. So like, you know, if you hiked a mountain or if you broke a bone or like that, it healed itself. Like, just think of those moments and then think about how far you've come since then and that your body did that for you. Like, that's amazing. You didn't have to think about it. You just had to love it and let it rest and it fixed itself.
1: And I know that that seems really intimidating too. like right. we're like you don't have to hate yourself try loving yourself And I get that so this is why we came up with a list for you guys Yeah, some like kind of easy ways to at least start your self-love journey and healing your bond with your human suit And sometimes the best time to
0: start is when you're feeling low because you're the most honest and raw I mean, that's yeah. when I started my my shadow work I was definitely at one of the worst stages because it really let me like, you know, you're close to the wounds. Mm-hmm. And then it makes it, you know, right. it's Right now it sounds hard to be like, just choose to love yourself. But as you do it, it does genuinely get easier when yes. you do like these things, yeah.
1: Yeah, um and so I guess we've, we keep talking about it, but the first thing we would say is, you know, start calling it your human suit. Separate it as something other than yourself. You are not your human suit. And then the second one I think is just like, really focus on gratitude and i don't mean like okay yeah i'm grateful i'm alive yeah that's i mean yeah good good start but let's go a little deeper like i am so grateful that i have all of my limbs because i've been able to do so much and if even if you're like well i'm not an athlete i don't need all my limbs whatever you get to have amazing sex when you have yes. all your limbs. Like it just I think it puts things in perspective like right. We I don't know. Just one
0: of my favorite ways to do it is to um take like a candlelit shower and in oh, like not even answer. a completely sexual way but just like um because I was an I I didn't look at my body and the things I hated I ignored so I make myself look at it and like feel it So I like take a shower and like write really feel my body and just like get okay. to know it like because i just never i would just like be like okay quick walk like oh, i don't want to like touch like oh i'm gross so like now i like sit and then i'll like look at my hands and be like wow my hands are so cool like they can write like and just think of things and like right feel grateful and truly like get deep with it like right get yeah. romantic with yourself and like love
1: yourself like yeah seriously that's so special too Um, and I think with that too, like affirming and complimenting yourself and guys, we will give you the best affirmations on our Instagram. Um, but this complimenting yourself trick, I think I learned this from Leo Alexandra too. Um, she's, she's good in this, um, this is her category. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but this one is to start complimenting yourself throughout the day randomly. So you can do it. Like whenever you remember, first of all, like if there, we all have a time where I don't know. You finish a thought and then bef- yeah. you go to move on. Like, hmm, what should I think about now? Or so maybe some of you are mindful and good at that, and you're yeah. present, and so this won't happen. But, um, but then you choose. know, <laughs> choose though to compliment yourself. So I did like little reminders. Um, I used to work at a restaurant in New York, and so then I would do like, okay, every time a guest leaves the restaurant, I have yeah. to compliment myself. So stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Um, so start complimenting yourself throughout the day, and only speak kind words to yourself because yes. your brain cannot take a joke. So the words that you repeat on a daily basis, they get into your subconscious.
0: Self-deprecating humor, while
1: well, does
0: it do be funny, it, right? Sometimes, if it's all you find yourself doing, and l- then like maybe it is because you're like it, maybe it's taking a toll on you because it's definitely I don't know. It's something that I actively since healing starting to heal um have tried to cut out I mean sometimes it still slips out but I just find it to be a very negative thing like yeah yes, I
1: try to stop I don't yeah, I try not to do it because I
0: just yeah it just isn't it's right your brain doesn't know the difference and it does so it just makes me feel and then it's also something that once I do the more I do like yeah
1: and then um, you low-key do start feeling shitty about yourself yeah and that's why, like, I can't hang around people who do it too much. Like, I just, I don't like that. It's a very negative And, and how am I supposed to respond when you do it? Right. Yeah. You know, like, do, do you I want saying? me to join in, like... <laughs> Yeah, you are a dumbass. Like,
0: whoa. Uh, <laughs> um, which also goes into the next one, which is surround yourself with friends who compliment you all the yes. time. Oh my- And don't forget to compliment your friends.
1: Yes, okay. Have you guys ever, this happened so many times when I first moved up here. Um, I would compliment people. This happened with like you too. And um, people are like, wow, like I've never been complimented so much. I'm like, no offense, but like, do people love you? Like, what kind really? of friends do you have? Yeah. I used to have I used to have a best friend who constantly
0: wasn't even self self deprecating but just was always putting herself down and like you'd give a compliment and it would immediately be like no not really like it would just oh and it was like it was a very exhausting friendship to maintain because it's like man how do you like i don't know what to do like i all i can do is give positive because if i give negative or something then like then that's going to affect me so it's like you have to surround yourself with people who are in that same mindset like and hey if you're someone who right thrives with self-deprecating humor then awesome but like for a lot of us it doesn't so so, so, give this a try (laughs) and hang out with people like like that like i mean I don't know i just can't yeah i have to like be conscious of the energy i'm around i guess is all i'm saying and like (coughs) yeah like so like people like right like hang out with people who are like you or help you feel good
1: (laughs) and being conscious of not only the people you're around but the people you're following on social media yes so like i hate i'm not throwing any shade um but for me personally i had to unfollow like the kardashians and the jenners because well, I just simply, number one, can't afford to have those surgeries. And number two, I don't look like I have those surgeries, like, naturally. Yeah. Um, and so seeing all their shit on my feed was making me so upset. Yeah. And that's not me, you know, like, do their thing, whatever. Right, um, right. But I had to just decide for me, like, okay, so that's a toxic person on for me to be looking at every day on my Instagram. Right. I had to really unfollow a lot of people and curate my Instagram um, to be stuff that would not make me self conscious and critique yeah. myself 24/7. And right
0: like you said and, and not in like a hateful way but just like a you gotta protect yourself like right. This is a crazy one for me but um the girl who hosts Love Island US. Her name Arielle No
1: I've never
0: used- She was on Vine or something. I don't know. Maybe you guys know. She's beautiful. She's incredible like but she's so cool and so beautiful and like I think so hilarious that I'm like I can't follow her because I just mm-hmm. constantly am like man, she's got the best life. Like, yeah, wow. Like, I just found myself, like, in a weird way, like, constantly compare. Like, so people, like, hurt, like, sometimes. And it doesn't like, mean you hate them. Right. No, I think she, like I said, I think she's badass. I think she's cool. But yeah. But I just can't follow her because I find my, like, there's just certain people that, like, I just can't not compare myself to. So I just choose to send them love, but I can't look.
1: Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, protecting your peace is... I feel like really underrated and I feel like some people almost think it's rude to protect your peace. Yeah. And like yeah, to a degree, have respect for other people, but I feel like often we disrespect ourselves um yeah. at the expense of trying to not disrespect someone else when like really all we're doing is just like like reaffirming that we deserve less.
0: Right. So being with... You want to be around people who build you up is I guess all we're saying and like if yeah. you feel that with someone or if someone makes you feel not that like then yeah. Like it's... if You have a right to kind of stay away from that. Yeah. And just choose people. Like right. Your, your friends should be building you up. Like that should be...
1: And you guys can totally roast each other but like... When you're not doing that, like, they should still hype you up. They should think the world of you. Like, if you're not somebody who wants to be, like, told, like, oh, you're so beautiful, that's fine. But if they know saying, like, damn, you are the best gamer ever. Like, your stream's incredible. I don't know know what I'm saying. But whatever. Like,
0: your friends just build you up. Like, right. Like, just surround yourself with love. Yeah. That Um, affects everything. And it makes it easier. And then when you're having a hard time and you're around people who you know you can reach out to and actually are supported and you're not, like then it's like, wow, it makes it so much easier. And as someone who never had friendships like this, or not as many, you know, um, it's like when you have the real ones, when you meet the real people, it's like, wow, okay, that makes sense. Like they really raise up your vibration and like, and then you meet more people like that and it just multiplies.
1: So try it for a month at least because yeah. try doing all of these, especially, um, the affirmations and the compliments and just changing the way that you speak to yourself in your head and out loud and to others, yeah. um, really start catching yourself in the moment. If you notice, you're going to start to kind of say something rude, stop yourself, but right. try it for a month. And that way, you know, it's probably going to work beforehand because that's how law of attraction works. But, um, even if it doesn't work beforehand, cause maybe you're doubting it a little bit, you're going to get into the repetition of it and then mm-hmm. it's going to get into your subconscious after that time. Just get back to us and let us know how much your confidence has gone up and how much it's yes. changed with and your Please. relationship with your human suit.
0: Yeah. Um, and I guess... Uh, we've, we've talked, talked a lot yeah <laughs> we've talked enough you're probably sick of us i don't even know i was pretty high guys so hey if i, made I know sense, I, I feel, I feel better
1: like i feel I, like i don't know more sober now yeah um, so i'm like wow in the beginning i wonder what i talked about. i know what I, I talked
0: about but right yeah I don't hope know. you've been
1: with us the whole time if you have what a journey thank you seriously that was good
0: that was like therapy for me yeah all right
1: well we're gonna go smoke a bowl yeah, yeah. um stay high <laughs> bye guys